0: Hello everyone! Welcome to the Happiest Pod on Earth. I'm Ariel. I'm a licensed therapist who uses my clients' passions and fandoms to help them grow and heal from trauma.
1: And I'm Steph. I'm an educator who uses passions and fandoms to help my students grow and learn about themselves and the world around them.
0: And Happiest Pod is where we dissect Disney mediums with a critical lens.
1: Why do we do this? Because we're more than just fans, we expect more from the mediums that we consumed, especially from Disney. So, Ariel, what Disney experience are we discussing today?
0: We're gonna talk about Dapper Day! Dapper Day!
1: Ba, 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 ba. And it has been a minute since we've talked about anything. And right before we started recording this, I was 100% shocked that we haven't talked about Dapper Day before. Because it's one of our annual traditions, I guess biannual, because it happens yeah. twice a year, right? Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And it's one of the things that me and Ariel love doing at the parks. Um, It's one of the things that brought us together as best friends, and so I'm just like, why haven't we talked about this before?
0: Exactly! Steph, what is Dapper Day?
1: So Dapper Day, and this is open to interpretation, right? Everybody who's listening, I know you guys have probably heard, seen, or maybe even had friends who participated in Dapper Day. It's a chance for everybody to come dressed at the park in their best outfits. So as you all know, Disneyland opened in 1955, and in 1955, the fashion was completely different. Everybody was in dresses, men were in suits, even little kids didn't wear athletic wear. They basically wore really cute things to the park. It was as if they were going out to a special event.
0: And the park was more like a park, right? Yes. The, the rides were not as extreme <laughs> yeah. as they are now. It was more like going to a park that had
1: amusement rides, much like a carousel at Griffith Park or pony ride or something like that. So basically... Dapper Day is a way for retro enthusiasts, fashion enthusiasts, and Disney fashion enthusiasts to come together, get dressed up in their best in the park, and basically take a million pictures. <laughs> because you, know, when you're dressed up to the nines like that, you're not really wanting to, you know, mess up your hair on Splash Mountain, R.I.P. But you want to just show out and step out. And I think the official theme is step out in style, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that is basically Dapper Day. It happens twice a year, once in the spring and once in the fall. And since then, it's expanded to different events, either at museums or local gardens. And they also now have Dapper Day at Epcot in um disney world and they also have it in disneyland paris as
0: well so started by the fans uh now uh when we say if is it is it actually officially recognized by disney or is it like unofficially officially because i remember when you introduced me to it this was back in like 2017 i believe it was like unofficially recognized by Disney in that Mickey would come out in like his like best dress and like his dapper wear on that day. So it was like a nod that they knew it was Dapper Day, but it wasn't featured on their website. It wasn't acknowledged in the sense that it was an event sponsored, covered, or approved by Disney.
1: Right. So here's the thing. They hold the Dapper Day Expo, which is basically like their Dapper Day Comic-Con have you (laughs) in the Disneyland Hotel and they have all these vendors and they sell dapper where they sell hats they get they do your hair they sell shoes all the things that you need to make up an outfit they have performances all that stuff everything that's like very retro and they hold that at the Disneyland Hotel and they sell merchandise that says Disneyland Dapper Day or Disney Parks Dapper Day when I visited Epcot last year they even had a booth that was in Epcot, right in front of, I think, where um, the America section was. And Ooh. that booth had Dapper merchandise. Although we don't see it on the parks and tickets, it's not a ticketed event. So it's not like it would be on the website as a ticketed event like Oogie Boogie Bash would be. I feel like it's recognized by the parks, but I don't think it's owned by the parks if that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, correct me if I'm wrong, everyone, but these are just my observations.
0: (laughs) Yes, and I I haven't seen anything, like, on the website. I feel like we follow enough um, uh, Disney influencers that if it became, like, an officially recognized, like, announced thing by Disney, we would have seen it all over Instagram. It was, like, breaking news. (laughs) Yeah, and to
1: be quite honest with you, I don't feel like that's necessary because it is such a casual, (laughs) casual but you're not looking casual, event where people just come dressed to the park. It's not like you have character meet and greets, you don't have like special themed food, like they're not going to serve you a hot dog from the 1950s. (laughs) But they have been incorporating some of those elements into everyday park life. For example, You find the retro popcorn bucket in different places at the park. In California Adventure, they have performances by a swing band and they have, you know, things that call back to that era, but not necessarily needing to section out the whole day in order to have the event because it is so casual.
0: Yes, and when it comes to a dapper, it's really what you define as dapper. So some people will pick an era, like the 1950s or 1960s or 1970s. Some people will do a Disney bound. Talked about this in the episode before, but if you don't remember, Disney bounding is when you use color blocking to denote that you are uh, representing a Disney character without actually having a costume. And so we'll see a lot of people wear like very fancy dresses uh, that are red and blue and white and be their snow white. And sometimes the theme is just whatever you want. So my my first like dapper day that I did matching a partner was I was Lemons. Yes. <laughs> and that was that was the theme was I had this dress that I bought from Unique Vintage that I'd owned for like two and a half years that I'd never worn so and it had Lemons on it. And it was a
1: hit, it was a whole hit. How many compliments did you get? I couldn't even remember, you got so many, everybody loved lemons and they loved just the way you and your partner coordinated um it was very cute and very summery and i think it was the spring one so it was very um well put together bravo bravo thank you thank you and another thing you always kind of know and this is like a side note that you did a good job when people compliment you at the park. Yes. <laughs> it gives you a sense of like, that you're like, oh yes, I did it. If somebody recognized you as a character, if you're Disney bounding, or if they say, oh my gosh, I love your hair, or your shoes, or whatever. People talk to each other at the parks all the time, but when they give specific compliments like that, I think that's what's special about Dapper Day, is because you know you made an effort, and for people recognizing that effort, it brings that sense of community to the event.
0: Even with the Disney bounding, this Dapper Day, we met up with our our friend, who is a psychologist, uh, Dr. Elizabeth uh, Han, and and her husband Benji Han, and they were Aladdin and Jasmine, and it was awesome because all of the other crew that you would see uh, in that movie. So we saw Jafar, we saw the genie. They would run up to them and be like, can we take a picture with you? And Cause they knew who you were and you knew who they were. Yeah, and shout out to Liz and Benji.
1: They did such a great job on that Disney bound. Oh my gosh, perfect. And they looked great throughout the day.
0: Some people will just buy things and put things together. Some people will like go through their closet. Elizabeth, she dyed her gloves and like her scarf to match the specific color of Jasmine's house. Outfits, So go all out, go big, mm-hmm. Be you know, keep it tiny, keep it close to your closet, whatever it is, ends up being just a lot of fun to step into Dapper Day. Yeah,
1: there's different elements of putting your outfit together and that is one of the parts of preparing for the parks that is a little bit different um, when it comes to Dapper Day. Of course, like as Ariel mentioned, it's either you're going to go down the dizzybound route or you're just going to go down the vintage route. Either one is fine. One of the lessons early on that both me and her found out was to really think good and hard about your footwear mm-hmm. because if you're planning to stay at the parks all day, if you don't have the leisure of having a hotel nearby, you're basically commuting over there and you're going to stay there the whole day until you feel like you've gotten the most out of your park day. But if you're wearing heels, (laughs) it will cut your day short, as we have found out in the past,
0: right? Yes, yes. I think this was the Dapper Day in 2018, maybe?
1: Yeah. Oh, no, wait,
0: maybe it was 2016. Maybe we started going in 2016, not 17.
1: It was the first one that you and I had done together because I had done one before with my husband, but he was deployed. Yeah, he was deployed at the time. So I picked a very simple dress. I think it just had flowers on it. I did my hair. But you had a beautiful green dress on.
0: Yeah teal green, and it had um, little flowers around the waist, and it had a parasol.
1: Yes, yes.
0: And you also, I think there was elements
1: of tulle. tulle, Yes, yes. There's
0: tulle (laughs) on top. And I even had like a a tulle tiny hat, uh, but we took it off after a while because it was getting in the way. And then I wore these heeled shoes with like buttons on them. And three hours into the day, my feet were hurting, but I we, we were just, we just kept going and we just kept going. And then mm-hmm. by the time it hit like actual dark, cause we got there, at 10, I believe. My feet were bleeding, basically, and we had no Band-Aids, and we ended up going to the Disney store, and I bought Ariel the Mermaid socks, because I happened to be similar color theme, yeah. <laughs> and they were tall socks, and it looked like I was wearing stockings, so it was fine, yeah. and that like really helped with my feet for the rest of the evening, <laughs> but man, I don't know who I thought I was, because I don't ever wear heels, like, ever, so the fact that I thought I could flounce around freaking Disneyland <laughs>
1: I think they were, like, Mary Janes, so the heel was maybe no more than two inches, I think.
0: Yeah, they were short.
1: However, the terrain of Disneyland is still concrete. It's, like, wood. It is stone. It is not pillows. (laughs) So if you don't have, like, an insole or if you don't have an extra pair of flats or, like, slippers or something, which now in our 30s, we have to (laughs) have... Um, because we were in our 20s and again who did we think we were because I had shoes and I stuck it out I don't know how I did that and not like I was at the club or anything <laughs>
0: <laughs> you did really good you I did really good. I did but
1: I remember having blisters like really bad blisters and of course, this is 2016 or whatever. I was much lighter. I was probably a little bit more fit. So I could hold <laughs> hold my strength a little longer. But
0: Pre, Pre-kiddos.
1: Pre-kiddos, all of that stuff. Now, tch, even if I have sneakers, my feet are dying. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like I think that's one of the learning lessons. And even though we went through that experience, I think it made us want to improve the
0: next time. Um, because the next time, do you remember what your outfit was? I believe this next outfit was flamingos. My theme was flamingos and I had flamingos all over my dress and a flamingo purse. Yes, yes, yes. I don't remember the shoes at all, but I don't remember any pain that year. So they must not have been, they must have been flats. I think this is, I I think from the, after that, all of my shoes have been flats with the exception of this year.
1: I think I did flats too. That was the one where I did a tiki theme yes and I shoved you in a bush yes she shoved me in a bush she actually likes doing it you did shove me in the bush the first time also but you shoved me in another bush this time (laughs) yes 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 and it's always the same bush it's the one right outside the tiki room
0: (laughs) yes yes it is yes it is and this was before they expanded it with that outdoor eating area yeah 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 so as we're waiting for the
1: enchanted tiki room which we always tend to do during Dapper Day I don't think we did it this past time but yeah like that bush is always like really good for pictures if you ever want to take really cool (laughs) tropical pictures that was a day that I think I wore flats too and I think we came out on top that day.
0: I even remember I had flip-flops with me. So I rem- cuz I I can I can see in my mind's eye now that they were these brown ones that I've gotten since rid of, but the dress was so long. You really couldn't see my feet. It didn't really matter <laughs> what shoes I wore. And you
1: know what? That's not short girl problems, that's short girl solutions. Solutions.
0: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And your dress it was it was black and it had floral theme correct? No, this one was actually the the other version of it. It was
1: green and it had like tiki print on it. It was a skirt and then I had a like cream colored blouse and then yes. I wore a really big flower in my hair.
0: Yeah, um, you were you
1: were Moana. Not that year. That was a different year. That's that was another year. year that AJ came back. Okay. So my husband came back from deployment and then we were Moana and Maui. But this one was just like a tiki theme. Um, it was the one that I had like these 50s sunglasses. And then, yeah, you shoved me in another bush. I'll show you a picture later. But we will also in attachment to this when we post about this episode we will have pictures of all of our dapper days of past because we've
0: had quite a collection now. <laughs> and because it happens twice a year that's the other component is it's like oh was this spring or fall? <laughs> and like did I
1: bring a jacket or did I not bring a jacket <laughs> because in spring it gets pretty hot like I know we've had a very late uh, winter this year So it did get pretty cold, like both in the morning and in the evening, but before it used to get really hot. And so you'd be sweating, your hair would be melting (laughs) and you always just admire the ladies who just like have helmets on like they basically hairspray the crap out of their head (laughs) and it just stays perfect until like the end I don't know how they
0: do that I've seen the most elaborate hats one specifically sticks out one year where somebody's theme was they were the tiki room and their hat was a headpiece that had one of the birds inside a cage And I was just like, what? How do you do this? And it all handmade. And this is around the time where you introduced me to the actual expo that they were having. And I started going there and you could buy pieces at the expo. And a lot, it it seems like a lot of people who are vendors or have relationship with the vendors, they tend to make more of uh, their outfits. They aren't piecing things together that they found, they're creating things.
1: When you're thinking about putting your outfit together, you are thinking like, am I gonna theme this? If you are Disney bounding, you're gonna theme it after a movie. You can theme it after a ride. You can theme it after the whole Disneyland park. You can theme it after California Avenger if you want. And I think people who have been putting these outfits together have done such a great job. And with the help of social media, Dapper Day, the hashtag of Dapper Day, if you just look it up, it has a million ideas. Now Disney has caught on with the idea of not just letting the fans find these pieces, but actually marketing and making these pieces. Hence the opening of the dress shop that you see in downtown Disney. When you go inside the parks, you're gonna see 50s, 60s themed clothes, whole dresses that have different elements of them popping up. I remember the first time that they tried doing this was the Tiki Room. Yes. And like legit, everybody has this damn dress.
0: Everyone was wearing this Tiki Room de- dress made by Disney, officially sold and made by Disney
1: great effort Disney (laughs) from trying to relate but when it becomes sort of a uniform it kind of loses its pizzazz a little bit so I feel like now they've like offered different like varieties of what they have at the dress shop it is at a higher price point I know if you like just go vintage shopping or if you you know do the extra work kind of like when you're doing cosplay right there's a difference between getting a costume that's made for Halloween and using that for Comic-Con or whatever comic book convention And there's a difference between putting everything together, curating it, finding those pieces, and then kind of making it your own. So depends on whichever route you want to take, but there is flexibility. But also know that Disney is trying
0: to capitalize a little bit on it yes yes and then if you're trying to instead replicate like an era and do something more vintage or even retro that is a little bit trickier if you are buying replicated pieces because you already know they're replicated um and if you are trying to go actual vintage there's the expense portion but there's also will it last (laughs) or will it fit
1: women's bodies now are so different from they were before when i used to avidly go vintage shopping i had to really consciously think about my body and how women's bodies were thought of back then and how they fit into me now so it wasn't like if I found a piece that was like a large it's not like saying I was had gained weight or whatever because I normally wear a medium it's really because the idea and the concept of size was so different decades ago.
0: I've noticed even with the size, I'm top heavy. There's just like not a lot of vintage outfits that I can buy that will fit me up where my chest is. So I tend to more buy vintage pieces like earrings, hats, bracelets, necklaces, uh, glasses, things that are an accessory, purses, Mm -hmm. a lot, a lot of purses, um, unless something that I'm going to wear that might wear out or that I might want to cherish later that might wear out. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, Ariel. One of
1: these days, we're just gonna buy those like tiki mumus and it's gonna be like <laughs> the most comfortable diaper day ever. Yes, because they are coming back into style, and they are gorgeous. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we could definitely buy some authentic ones. So, yeah. Uh, oh yeah.
1: I see Filipino them like. Ones. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, and yeah, there's that cultural element to it too as yeah, share your your cultural piece that was a huge hit that shocked you. Oh my gosh, super shocked me. So we so I am my heritage my I identify as Filipino American. and so um, in the Philippines there um, instead of wearing suits and dresses, we have two different kind of um, outfits that you would wear to either a formal event or to a to say business event really just any kind of formal event for the men's it's called the barong tagalog which is basically a bamboo woven um blouse uh and it's very breathable you normally wear just like a white shirt inside and it is um like a high collar you can even you can either have like a chinese style collar where it doesn't like come out on the sides or like a western style collar that kind of comes out on the sides like you would normally see um, a dress shirt as and it has very intricate patterns on it that are woven in very beautiful Um, uh, we will show of course examples on this when we post about it but my husband has one for every formal event that we go to and then for women you have a couple different options but they all are very similar to each other one of them is called the terno which is basically a blouse that has really big butterfly sleeves on the sides not puffy kind of like um, Alice in Wonderland but more structured So it's very high, very flat on each side, but, um, it has a low neck and it also could either be a dress, which is called a Maria Clara and there's different versions of it. But lately over the years, people have been selling them, um, more because people, Filipino Americans and people who are, you know, getting married to Filipinos, they are wanting to incorporate more cultural wear into their, um, formal events. So I thought to myself. I might as well buy one because, you know, well, I have I had like an event coming up. My grandma's 80th birthday. And so we all decided to wear our Filipino outfits. And I had bought a little Barong Tagalog for my son at the time. And so we're like, let's just wear this a dapper day because it's coming up. I have major FOMO. If I miss a dapper day, I'm like, oh my God, I wish I was there.
0: <laughs> and you didn't have a lot of time to get the pieces together. So this was part of like looking at what you have and just... Anything that might be missing versus starting from scratch. Exactly,
1: and it was a spring dapper day, so I knew it was going to be hot. And we normally do uh, the California Food and Wine Festival at California Adventure, so I knew I was going to be walking around. And my um, shirt came with a just kind of like a silk wraparound skirt, and I was postpartum a little bit still, and I was needed something that I could be comfortable in. So I wore that. I think I wore flats that year too, and we went into the park and. Oh my god the amount of people are like oh my god we love your outfits like we love your brown tagalog like i can't believe you found a small one for your son and even though it wasn't like anything tied to disney or it wasn't tied to um like an era because this is something that you can modernly wear like at any sort of formal event either here or in the philippines you caught the attention of filipinos who work at the park number one they were like i didn't even think of that um And also you caught the attention of other people who didn't know what you were wearing. They asked questions about it and they're like, oh, you know, like, is this um, like from your culture? Is this from a specific thing? Um, But really, like, I forgot how many Filipinos actually worked at the park. (laughs) I was wholly reminded about... You know the demographic of Garden Grove, Fountain Valley, <laughs> and the surrounding areas of Anaheim. Because yes, there are a lot of us around here. I think the next year afterwards, I saw more people embracing their cultural heritage. For example, I saw this beautiful Vietnamese couple wearing the like a bright red, like just I I don't know the name of it. Um, I'll, I'll look it up in a little bit, but with um, the really large beautiful hat oh my god they look gorgeous and so I think people are starting to lean towards their culture a little bit and um, I'm glad that I kind of decided to do that and it wasn't even intentional <laughs> but um, I have been wearing that outfit again for more dapper days and I think I would probably expand upon that maybe even try to bound with it so I encourage you
0: guys to do that as well The most recent Dapper Day that we had, um, the theme was a Disney bound and it was going to be Star Wars. And the only reason I did that was because Dapper Days become more and more popular and you can follow the hashtags. I typed in Dapper Day in Amazon. I just typed that. And then there were all these individuals who were, I guess you'd call them Amazon influencers. I'm not. I'm not 100% sure because they have their own little like influencer website on Amazon, but they all posted images of their outfits and what pieces they bought on Amazon to make those outfits. And there was one that you can get in white or black. And I was trying to decide if it's Star Wars, do I want to be Princess Leia or do I want to be Vader? Like, what, what do I want to do? This This outfit had these long sleeves that emulated like a cape and so that's that's why i could have been either or and in talking with my partner who knew that he was going to be able to attend Dapper day this year we decided i'll be leia and he'll be han now i remember i need to wear good footwear uh, but I also wanted something that might be, like, kind of fun and make that outfit edgy. And I was talking to, to Steph about it, and I was like, I've been looking for white boots. And the, uh, for, like, three days straight, I'm going to the mall looking for white boots because I thought, you know, go-go boots are back. I should be able to find them. Could not find white boots. They were cream boots. There were boots that were white and black, but nothing that was just white boots. And that set me on a mission. I was like, <laughs> girl, I'm going to find you these <laughs> white boots.
1: And I think um, it, it was, again, a coincidence that I had put, uh, seen this because I think uh, me and my husband just got out of the theater. I forgot even what we watched. Oh, we watched John Wick, which is, by the way, amazing movie. And then we went downstairs, and they had just opened up a Nordstrom rack. And I was like, oh, yeah, Nordstrom rack. Like, I love me a Nordstrom rack. So I go inside. And then I think Ariel, you had texted me, like, I still can't find the boots. And I was just like, bitch, I'm going to find them. <laughs> Sorry, excuse my language. But I go in there, and because everything is all new, they just had, like, so much selection so luckily because Ariel is such a petite size not a lot of people get things in that size which kind of works out because you are able to find really good quality things if you aren't the size that normal people are or regular people are I'm a size seven seven and a half and my section's always sold out like it's really irritating so I go over there and then I see the most perfect pair of white Doc Martens. Like, they could not be more perfect for Princess Leia. They were edgy, they were not laced, so they were just pull ons, and they were her size. I have a couple Doc Martens, and the only caveat to having them is you gotta break them in. Uh-huh. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna get these for you. They were the perfect size, like, the heavens shone above, and they just opened up this, <laughs> like, pathway for her to do this Disney Bound. And I'm like, I'm gonna get them, but you gotta break them in some way, somehow.
0: So we could never meet up to pick up these shoes from each other, so I had to wear them day of. We met at the Dapper Day Expo the day before the official Dapper Day event. Dapper Day Expo is essentially three days, and the actual Dapper Day at the park is Sunday. So when you're going to dress up at the park, it's Sunday. However, some people will dress up the whole weekend. So we met on Saturday at the Expo. Here I am being gifted these boots, and I I haven't even tried them on. And so we're (laughs) in the middle of the floor of the Dapper Day Expo. There's little, like,
1: vendors going around, like around us there's like <laughs> a beautiful like swing band big band
0: and everyone's dancing and so we're sitting on the floor and i cannot put these boots on for the life of me and it took a lot of wiggling my feet around like these are my perfect size i don't I understand maybe maybe i'm just a different size doc martens i get them on and they they fit comfortably now that i've actually slipped my foot in they fit comfortably
1: <laughs> slip is a very like <laughs> general term we kind of had to yank her in there to the point where I think one of the Dapper Day workers were like, do you want me to get you a chair? She was so sweet. And then like me and your partner were just like trying to like hoist them in, like <laughs> your foot into there. It was quite a scene.
0: It was. And then it was even worse of a scene to take them off. It got to the point where I was afraid we were gonna have to cut these off of my feet. Oh my god was pulling and tugging and twisting and another like vendor came by and they're like do you, do you need some help do you want do you need like the, everyone was it was worried about me they were they were concerned about these boots there were two
1: categories of people one category that was concerned about your health and safety in these shoes and the other was where did you get them did you buy them here <laughs>
0: yes i kept getting a- i asked where did you get these boots as i'm trying to like take them off or put them on the problem was i had just been at Disney all day and I was wearing sandals. I had no socks on and my feet were essentially a little bit more swollen from the fact that I'd been walking around. So we went and looked around and bought socks. I put the socks on, the boots fit beautifully once i had socks so i was like okay i'm gonna have to find a way to wear socks tomorrow with these boots Mm -hmm. i was gonna have hideaway socks is what i thought i was gonna do but even in trying to get them up my my leg i need tall socks we bought some extra ones at the dapper expo (laughs) to make it happen (laughs) that were
1: like probably a little bit more than I know you were comfortable with pain, but (laughs) at that point you were like, F it. I just need this to work because we know the potential of what it was going to look like and we knew it was going to be perfect. So in trying to attain that perfect look, we were willing to do anything (laughs) and like, you know, buy whatever it took for you to get into those boots. I don't know why we thought it was a good idea for you to slip them on without socks. I always wear socks with mine. The excitement? I think it was the excitement. I I, I truly think we were just so hyped (laughs) on these boots because A, I found them, B, I got them out of deal. Even when I wear them with dresses, I wear stockings. Or I wear some sort of like leggings or something. So I don't know why I thought that that was going to work without all of that. And especially after you were walking at the park all day. was
0: hilarious <laughs> and humbling. The next day, I have the socks on. I fold them a little bit. I wear the boots all day. I feel great. My feet, my legs, everything feels great. Uh, the boots are a little heavy. So that's the only thing is I had to get used to the weight of them. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. we were pretty much there till dark. I get home and I take the boots and socks off. And wow, I had so many cuts and blisters and bruises <laughs> up and down my leg where different parts of the boot was pressing. And it was about two months before, like, all of those scabs had essentially fully healed. Um and so even though i didn't repeat the wearing of the heels i still got very blistered up and that's because these were brand new shoes so lesson learned there i don't know again i don't know who i think i am but i thought that this was gonna be possible i should have just come over in the middle of the night and had you leave the boots on the door and like me grab them it's not like we live that far from each. <laughs> no no
1: <laughs> i think if you wear them now they will be the most comfortable things ever you could dance or whatever have you in them and they will be true to you so what i love about getting a piece like that for a costume or a cosplay is you can wear it over and over again so it's not something that was just specific to your princess leia outfit you can wear them just as a a fashion piece and i think if you are looking to maximize what you wear because you know you don't want to just throw away an outfit that's one of those things where you find pieces that you can reuse over and over again.
0: The outfit we got for my partner, Han, is basically, you know, a vest and white shirt. I couldn't find any pants with red stripes on them, uh, so he just wore pants. And then he decided to tie a belt around that kind of was supposed to look like the holster and we were going back and forth on the different pieces he was starting to add to his outfit because it was getting more towards cosplay that is the component of dapper day where there's a fine line between you replicating an outfit and you trying to upgrade that outfit in dapper-esque, stylish, fanciful, whatever you want to to put it, where it's a nod to that character. It isn't an exact replica. Uh, And so I think it was a good thing that we didn't end up finding pants with the, the red stripe, or it would have started looking more like a costume. That being said, even though the we went to Batuu and took a picture with literally the Millennium Falcon behind us, I, I don't know how much more like evident it was, people saw me posing with my partner in a white dress and thought we had eloped. <laughs> and so I consistently kept getting messages of married question mark when did you get married question mark such a beautiful wedding photo this is news to me I did
1: not know this I am dying
0: it was non-stop for like two or three days even from like his family where they' were like oh is this a wedding photo is this a sneak peek is this an engagement photo I think it's because it's so on brand
1: for you to do something like that and I think the you universe just wants it for you
0: <laughs> i guess and like everyone saw a white dress with like a flowy cape <laughs> they did not oh no princess leia a dapper day <laughs> nope. she's gotten married And a part of it was, I saw this picture on Amazon of someone else who did a Dapper Day of Princess Leia where they wore their hair down and then they wore actual ears that they made with buns on them. So the buns were on the ears and I was like, oh, that is so adorable. I'm going to do that. Because really it is hard to do just
1: buns and you've done it before and to make them last is like, there's a science to it. It was
0: going to fall. I knew that it was going to fall. So I was like, I will do that. So I was even wearing Mickey ears, but I think what people saw was a bow in my hair down and so if they didn't understand that it was dapper day and that i was disney bounding it had to mean that we had somehow eloped at disneyland (laughs) which you know that is okay <laughs> i subscribe to this
1: <laughs> add to cart add to cart and hey if it ever happens you already have dresses
0: <laughs> yo i have watched those disney weddings on um the on disney plus that ish is expensive <laughs> No, no,
1: it is unattainable that's why you do it in times like this and it is called eloping at disneyland in the open without them knowing <laughs> We are talking about budgeting at Disneyland, not just for Dapper Day outfits, but also for your life events. So (laughs) I think that's really funny how people interpret just by what you wear.
0: I was surprised. I was genuinely, truly surprised that that was the reaction. And maybe it was like, cause on Instagram, you, you can put up to 10 photos, but the first one is usually what people see and people hadn't swiped through and seen like all of us together, hadn't seen other people in their and dapper you look outfits. gorgeous. Oh, thank you. It was the boots. The boots made it. I think when it comes to trying to find the appropriate outfit for you, you know, whether you are going cultural, whether you're picking a specific theme, whether you're picking a specific character, do this more often. You start to get used to how you want to conceptualize your outfit. I had taken a little bit of a risk with this outfit because it was shorter than I normally go. I usually use a, do a long dress and it was a little bit tighter than what I normally do. So I was wanting to step out into something different. And a, a part of it had to be, again, um, that body piece that we talked about. Um, I want, uh, my body's changed a lot. It's gotten a lot bigger in various areas. And I wanted to embrace that and not try and like hide it or shame it. And it it was fine. Like, I don't know what what, what worry I thought I would have in this dress. I didn't think people think I was my marriage dress, but uh, it. It really felt good to have people at the park recognize me as Leia, people wanting to take pictures with me that were other Star Wars characters. There was a lot of rays I saw and lots of Kylo Ren's. Another way to be able to embrace the like the park experience and connect with your fellow park attendees because people who don't even know about Dapper Day they're just like what is going on why is everybody's like so dressed up and it's fun to be able to like share that with them and hope that inspires them to join like the next
1: year yeah and it's not even an element of like oh I know about this and you don't it's more of like hey I will explain to you and I'm more than happy to share with you what this is so that you can participate next time because I think on the uh, other side there's some people who you know aren't a huge fan of the event just because it's like there's an element of privilege because you knew about the event and you know you were able to put this outfit together but i think over the years it hasn't been like that or i remember in the early years there was a little bit of that but as it's expanded to you know include disney bounding and including you know families and things like that um, it's an overall really positive experience for you know dressing up without actually wearing a costume i didn't really have an outfit, but I had, you know, a dress that I was gonna wear for my baby shower that I didn't. (laughs) And it ended up having, it had like really big puffy sleeves and I knew that that was in and it's very, you know, Disneyland-like. It was blue and I knew that my daughter had a really cute Alice outfit. Kids can get away with almost wearing a costume because, you know, who's gonna knock on a kid for like (laughs) dressing exactly like it was an official Disney you know bought Alice in Wonderland outfit so she wore that and I wore my dress which is a very similar blue and I tried to kind of be like a bigger version of Alice but because I didn't have an apron everyone thought I was Wendy and I'm like do you see Peter Pan around me anywhere like (laughs) I'm not Wendy but okay but again I wore that dress because it was comfortable I felt confident in it my body has changed after two kids and so I just wanted to I knew I was going to be pushing a stroller around. It's not like I was going to be carrying just a purse. (laughs) My purse has expanded now to a large stroller with, you know, (laughs) many intricate pieces. And, and, you know, knowing it was going to be hot, I wanted something flowy. And, yeah, it really worked out. I do love that you stepped out of your comfort zone because I think the form-fitting dress really complemented your curves. And also, yeah, I mean, it was great. It it made me want to be like, "Mm, what? I should wear something like that and not something so you know, <laughs> large because that's kind of what <laughs> that's what we default to most days. But um, it really worked out, especially for your concept. So I encourage everybody, if it's your first time, if it's your second time, if you've had friends participate, like do what's comfortable for you. And, you know, I think don't be so hard on yourself if you don't find the right elements, because I don't think this is an event that's going to go away anytime soon if anything it's going to just continue um and grow because like I said they have these Dapper Day events at LACMA they have them at the Huntington Library in Pasadena um more and more events where it's not just restricted to the vintage community because this is going to be for another podcast I'm sure but there are people who feel some sort of way about you know being in the vintage community and that goes for you know other fandoms they don't feel necessarily as comfortable. And I think this is one of the ways that for me and Ariel as vintage enthusiasts, but not like really serious about it, to be able to participate in it in a way that's comfortable for us.
0: As inclusive for us as possible, because like we mentioned, there's no way that we would be able to fit any actual vintage outfits given our curvy size and even height, I think being shorter Filipino women, as you start to do Dapper Day more, it is a lot more comfortable and more accepting and that uh, you get more joy out of experimenting. That's when you can take, you know, a few risks. Like I wasn't going to get snares, I wasn't going to get people looking at me sideways, The things that I feared that I would get when I'd thought that I wouldn't make an outfit look, you know, right, so to speak. There is a layer of privilege if you are going into the park because you are spending a lot of the day taking pictures. Um, if you are making an outfit that isn't going to last a ride, you might feel like you wasted a day if you're not an annual park holder. So this could be a component where you go to the expo. Uh, so maybe you're not in the park, but there are a lot of people who actually just spend their whole day in the expo. And I've done that before, and. It makes me feel like I'm participating without actually being in the park. Like you said, they have a swing band so you can dance. They have raffles. You can get to know the vendors. It means that you wouldn't be buying a park ticket, uh, which may not be feasible, but you could still participate in the event. Over the years, it's grown so much
1: where um, you know, it's a multi-day event, so you don't necessarily have to go into the park to appreciate it and there you can explore the hotel you can explore like the places to eat there i know last time when we went we ate at tangaroa terrace um which is right next to trader sam's and it was it's great like you could also take beautiful pictures around the hotel Explore that if you haven't you know been able to the hotel grounds are open even though you are not a you know a guest of the hotel i think that's a really good way if you don't have the capacity to get into the parks because we all know that the prices are going up that's a great way to just get introduced to it or attend one of the offsite events and, you know, see how... You like it there.
0: So if you are going to be attending the Fall Dapper Day, that's in November, let us know. Tweet us or message us, DM us on Instagram, uh, and let us know if you're going to go, what you're going to wear, and if you want to meet up and take some pictures together. Our Twitter is at happiestpodgt, and our Instagram is happiestpodgt.
1: We do have a lot of really exciting things coming up this summer. So in addition to planning for our Dapper Day, outfits which i feel like that seems like a lifetime away right now we will be attending other events so i'll be hopefully we'll see you all there
0: very soon including san diego comic-con where we will be uh, hosting three different panels uh so come check those out uh we will give you more information about that so make sure that you follow us on twitter and on instagram
1: as always thank you so much for listening in and we will see you all next time Bye. bye bye